Yo, 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 skibbity, 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 burp bag. How we doing? <laughs> skibbity, burp bag. <laughs> How we doing? That, that rolled off the tongue fucking nice, dude. Sometimes it does. Um, you I'm just doing that, swell. That right vibe. I'm doing swell, dude. Um, Been a minute since we've been on here, huh? It has been a minute since the pod, and we're not going to get one next week either, because I'm going to be away. Oh, next week's your Ireland trip? Wow. Wow. Fast. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I was thinking about it before the pod actually. I was like, I got to like do some research into Belfast and see what I should do. Really the only like extended free time that I'm going to plan for is going to be Friday. But I'll have like all the afternoon and the evening. You know what I mean? Are you there for a week, right? Yeah. So Saturday to Saturday. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's, like, the only time that I know I'm gonna have free for sure that, like, I need to, like, find some shit, like, some cool shit to do. But also, by that point, it's gonna be the end of the week, and I feel like I'm just, I'm like, just I'm gonna, gonna wanna just out. chill and, like, yeah. maybe go to a pub and have a few beers. Yeah, watch some Premier League yeah, in an get, Irish ooh, pub. Ooh. Well, it'll be Saturday, so, right? Or Friday. It'll be, it'll be Friday, but there will be a night game. There's there always go. a Friday night game. What's the uh, time difference over there? Is it five hours? Like, like yeah. Europe? Yeah. Yeah. Ireland's five. <clears throat> I think uh, some parts of Europe are six. Mm-hmm. Um, I think France is six. I think so, too. I, uh, I, I remember when I was in France in 2019, I was still taking online classes, and there were like, exams that i had to take while i was there and you only had like a certain window like you had to take it at a certain hour online right and it was like 5 a.m paris time dude or maybe not that late but it was like super late at night and i just remember being in the lobby of some random french hotel like trying to take like a fucking exam algebra exam yeah so yeah it won't be bad because like i'll probably just like then be able to facetime like i'll talk to lex throughout the day once she's up but then, like, I'll probably be able to, like, call her, like, before I go to bed. Because if right. I'm going to bed, like, 10, 11, that's, you know, 5 or 6 here. Yeah. And yeah, I think the true. mornings start later there. What like, I mean? think the mornings, like, the mornings starting for my summit are, like, starting at, like, 10-ish. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah, so I'm not going to have to be, like, up and at them. I mean, it doesn't really matter because it's still like if they start at 10 that's 5 a.m like for in like my biological you know what i mean yeah yeah your body's gonna be used to being awake early yeah my biological clock like that that'll be 5 a.m so like even if i'm barely making it there like that's still waking up like 3 or 4 a.m yeah to get there on time but i would like to you know not be a bum and do some shit beforehand yeah that would be cool you said you're gonna be in belfast yeah um, I don't know. My don't know parents were got. just in Ireland like a few months ago. I don't know if they were in Belfast, but I can see if they have anything cool that you should do. That they did. Yeah, that'd be dope. I know most people go to Dublin. And there's actually one girl that's going, and she was like, "I'm a resident. I'm an EU resident, and I don't need a passport to get into Republic of Ireland. And like, I'm flying into Dublin, and then I'm taking the train. But Northern Ireland, where Belfast is." 
you need your passport to get into and she's like and like mine's expired and obviously now it's like too late like is there anyone that i can talk to to like get in so what is she gonna do i don't know that's above my pay grade <laughs> she's just I, gonna try got, and sneak in i got my own problems i don't have time to be worried about <laughs> somebody's problems who i don't even know yeah that's a damn and then just keep it moving <laughs> Yeah, that's like uh like I'm I'm real sorry for you, but I doubt there's anything that I can do to help. So I, <laughs> I hope, also all, just don't I hope care. it all works out for you. I hope it all works out. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I but know I don't know. If, you're, if you're an EU resident, like I always forget that it's like Well actually that I don't know if that makes sense because like if I was a resident if I was like a citizen of France that mean I wouldn't have my I wouldn't need my passport to go to like Spain or something. Yeah. Cuz they're all just one like pretty much. But I thought they were different countries. They're obviously they're different they countries, are different right? Countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how's that I, I don't know. Confused. Because if we live in America, I can't go to Canada or Mexico without a passport. We're all right. the same continent. But we're yeah, we're we're all North Americans. Hmm. Hmm. Strange. Can't go to Cuba either. What the heck? I should be able to go to Cuba, no passport. Or even with a passport. I think even if you have a passport, you still can't go. They should just let us come for with no passport either. There's stories of like Cuban baseball players that had to like escape Cuba to come here and play in the MLB. Like uh Yasiel Puig was one of them. He literally like got in a boat and escaped Cuba. I think he had I think he actually got caught one time and then like escaped a second time. Hell yeah. Just crazy. I love the perseverance. Isn't crazy to think about, dude. Yeah. You gotta escape your country just to go do what you love. I understand to an extent not letting people in, but I don't really understand not letting people leave. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Anytime you're holding somebody against their will, that's like they're a prisoner. That's literally what being a prisoner is. Right. And if they don't want to be there and you aren't letting them leave, then you're imprisoning them. And like, for what? Like all of North Koreans. Although they Uh, probably don't even know like that they can leave. No, they don't. A lot of them don't. That's terrifying to think about. South Korea had a big thing the other day and they were like, they had this big like military parade. And they were like, North Korea, if you fuck around with nukes, us and you, the U.S. are going to blow you off the map, basically. I bet U.S. was like, oh, yo, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> right? Listen to this whoa. I didn't want to be a part of this fight. Yeah. Okay, I, I, but that's honestly, the thing, like, though. We always get dragged into shit. And I hate it, but if nukes are involved, like, if you know, if Kim Jong-un starts fucking around with the nukes... Yeah, dude. I, okay, let's take them off the map completely. See, I wouldn't want to be a... Yeah, but dude, there's just so I, many I, innocent I... people involved in, like, nuclear warfare where it's like... Yeah. Especially North Koreans. Like, they have no... It's not like they elected this guy in and he turned out to be a nut job. They just have no hope. Yeah. Which sucks. So then I guess you just got to hope for the best. Because, like, I'm not for getting nuked. I'm not with that. Oh, yeah. I mean, when push comes to shove, survival of the fittest, dude. You know what I mean? That's kind of what I'm saying. And, like, 
And he's got to know. Sound like an asshole, but there's you know there's only so many North Koreans like compared to if you like, take if you take out America, that's a fuck ton of people, or like China, that's like a fuck ton of people. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I mean, Kim Jong Un's got to know, like, yo, all right. If I start fucking around, if with I nukes, do this, like, I'm dying. I'm dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. If I if I even like. I mean, he's threatened to shoot missiles at the United States like a thousand times, and he's never done it. But, like, the moment one goes up in the air and we find out about it, dude, like, he's getting wiped off the face of the earth. Yeah. He he would have to be very confident in his, like, defense systems. Which, they're not very good <laughs> compared to what we got and, like, other countries got, dude. I would I would think that as well, but you never know. I mean, I'm pretty sure we've got a pretty strong, like, idea of what they've got going on over there, and it's not shit to what we've got. I took a, uh, my freshman year of college, when I was still an Intel major, I took a class on WMD proliferation, and it was literally, the entire class was about the discussion we're having now, like, um, what's the word, like, like deformation or something like that or it's like when when you have nukes like the only thing that's not that's stopping nuclear warfare is the the no knowing that other countries have nukes Mm. you know what i mean yeah like you know retaliation is going to be just as bad or worse the only reason we used it back in world war ii is because we were the only one with it like we knew we wouldn't get nuked back if we you know wiped the two cities of Japan, Nagasaki, and Hiroshima off the map. Like, we knew it would end the war. Nowadays, That's... it's like, alright, if if we if we nuke Russia, they're sending everything they got at us just because they're like, fuck it, we're dying, like, we're going, you're coming with yeah. us. Basically. Yeah. Also, because, like, we know what nukes will do, and, like, the nukes, the nukes that fucking in Japan were nothing compared to what we were gonna have oh, the dude. nowadays, yeah. dude. So, like, this, like, the the sheer, like, destruction is, like, terrifying to think of, and you know it's gonna be just mass destruction, like, over the entire world. Yeah, dude, I mean, the world, that's, like, the end of the world. Yeah. Nuclear it might be closer than you be. think. Like, in, what do you mean? Like, closer uh, to happening? Yeah. Uh, I think if it does happen, I think we're closer to, like, a natural disaster wiping us off than we are nuclear warfare. Because I think humans are dumb, but I don't think we're dumb enough to just, like, end everything that, pretty much end the human race. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think we're that stupid. Like, we're definitely dumb and, like, still just a bunch of monkeys throwing bombs at people because territory and greed but like yeah i don't think we're dumb enough to be like all right let's wipe everything off the face of the earth and everything that that we know is done you know what i mean like i don't think we're that dumb we might be headed to like closer to a war though i'm not looking forward to that 100 percent. that's inevitable dude like there's i'm hoping that i just get phased uh like by the time war comes around i'm hoping i'm like a little bit old you know maybe don't bring me into the draft it's not even going to be a war like that, dude. It's going to be a war of, like, cyber crimes, and it's not going to be, like, hand-to-hand combat. We're so far past that shit. I mean, there might be, like, you know, the stuff with Russia and Ukraine going on where it's, like, that type of stuff, but it's not going to be on some World War II shit where it's, like, countries invade other countries and take over territories. It's going to be, like, 
all right, well, we're going to send our best fucking hackers to take out all of your infrastructure and all of your, like, we're going to set hit you with an EMP, take out all of your resources, and bleed you out from the inside. Like, hand-to-hand combat's kind of a thing of the past. You think EMPs are, are going to happen? I think it's, that's probably most likely. Um, like, I think that if there were to ever be a war on American soil, I think that's most likely going to be it's going to be attack on like our satellites or our internet access or infrastructure. I think it's going to be yeah. that type of stuff that can stick. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen uh, people on Instagram, you know, they call them preppers. Um, yeah. They have generators, but then they have their generators in like these big, like tarp EMP blocking bags, like they're huge, like bags that they put over or like put the generators in, and like with some yeah, other I've shit. Seen those before. And they're EMP blocking, and I'm like, hmm, I should probably get that set up as well, <laughs> just in case. I think yeah, it's closer I... than you think. I was, do you know who, uh, uh, the guy that wrote Rich Dad Poor Dad, Robert something, Kimasaki Downey Jr. Nope, definitely not. Definitely not Iron Man. Do, do you know who I'm talking about? No. Anyway, smart dude. Um, flew in Vietnam for a couple years. He was like a, a fighter pilot in Vietnam. And uh smart guy, like financially, like really like knows markets and things like that. And he's like, well, like the... the everything, it always ends in war. Like it always ends in war. And when dollars start to collapse and currencies start to collapse, the end is always war. And like we're we're headed to like a war. It's coming. Like so, get ready for it because we're going to be in a war, and it's going to be sooner than you think. And I was like, hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's just common sense, though. That's not like some big yeah. Whoa. Like that's no. just look at literally all of human history. That's what happens, dude. It's gonna happen. Like. There's no, there's no way humans can just live without war because, like I said earlier, we're literally just a bunch of monkeys fighting. Makes over too territory. much money. That too, yeah. That too. What I'm, I, I feel like I'm more worried about like domestic terrorism than I am like anything else. Well, it's already here. Like. I definitely have, like, more of a sense of, like, being aware of my surroundings when I'm, like, out in public or, like, doing something out. You know what I mean? Yeah. What about the government and possibly the elites uh, burning down Maui? You think, um, is that, like, domestic terrorism? I mean, was that was that actually proven that that's what, what, what it was, or is that just conspiracy theory? It's, it's, it's a conspiracy theory, but I'm feeling it. <laughs> you feeling that one? Yeah, I think it's a good one. What would they benefit out of that though? Uh, well, they want they want Maui. Like they've wanted Maui for a while, but the people that have lived there forever have been like, "No, we're not selling our shit, and you're not like taking it from us." And uh, that's so that's what they want, and they want to turn it into a smart city. And they had all this talk about it being like the first smart city, and they want to do it by 2026. Why but do the they Maui want to do that in Maui? I don't know. But they were like, nah, like, we don't want that. Like, and we're not going to sell to you guys either. Like, so you're beat. You can piss off. And they're like, there's, it's like written, it was written into law, like, or like in like memos of meetings, like very recently, um, like within the past year. 
And uh, there's, I guess there's something in there where the only way he could get taken from them is, like, natural disaster. How does that but, just, like, take away their land, though? It's still there. I don't know. That's what I, that's what I think. I don't know. That's an interesting theory. I never, I didn't um, hear, I never heard about that. now they're, thing. like, they're not letting anybody in or out. Like, people can't get to their houses to get their things. Like, people, like, residents, like, they can't even go to their houses. Like, they're keeping everybody out. Like, there's this guy that used to fly drones over there. So, to, like, help people, like, get pictures for their insurance, he would fly his drone, like, and, like, they don't let him fly his drone anymore. Like, they're being very secretive and, like, keeping, like, everyone out. Shady, dude. It's shady business over there. <clears throat> That is pretty shady, and it's it's just weird to me that they would pick Maui to do that, like a smart city, you know what I mean? Like, why Yeah. would you want a piece of land that's disconnected so far from everything else to that to be yeah. your smart city? You know what I mean? Yeah, because, they, well, they don't want to fuck up New York City. Well, yeah, you don't have to take New York City, but maybe do, do take, like, a Scottsdale or something like that. Start yeah, small true. and go big, you know what I mean? You don't have to go fucking... You don't have to burn down Maui. Right, yeah, right. Um, but protected all like, the rich people's mansions somehow. The fires didn't fuck them up. I, I, well, okay. So I actually saw something on that, and it was like it was that was all over Twitter, and it was kind of this thing with Oprah, how like Oprah's mansion was all fine and dandy, but it, apparently that's like a separate part of the island that's disconnected from the part that got burned down. That's why. Mm. And people just spun that out of context and was like, oh, of course the rich people's heart houses are, but it's like, that wasn't even connected to the yeah. part of Maui that burned down. But there's like, you know, the conspirator, conspirators would say it was like direct energy weapons that were used. Um, and apparently there's like one that's like pretty much like above Maui. Oh, I fully believe that the government can like control the weather. Like, I, I oh, think oh that, yeah, they do that. They, yeah. they do that. Um, what is like, kind of a switch of topics but what is like the one conspiracy theory that you believe in the most all of them <laughs> you have to pick one um because you can't you can't be a, you can't be like oh i believe in all because it's like some of them are just so far-fetched where it's like all right dude you're just like not everything is like they're out to get you like there's fully in on covid that it was like lab created lab created uh and like Maybe leaked early, maybe not, but always, this was always the plan. Like, I think they wanted to get these vaccines. I think there's bad things in the vaccines and like, they've always wanted to get them out. Um, the, the VP of Pfizer recently, like was, or the former VP of Pfizer recently was like saying some things, um, about the vaccine and stuff that are that at least like, you know, eye popping for sure, but like former VP. So, you know. I'm not I'm not fully aware of all the surroundings, but basically saying that there was like some ill intent in the vaccine. So like I I don't know, and I think it's all part of like a bigger game down the line that we're gonna see unfold. Did you And I uh, I think it ties right in with nine eleven and I think that's that's my number two is nine eleven. Oh yeah, nine eleven's probably my number two. My number one, um actually before I get into this, did you see the thing I sent you on Twitter where it was like well, we all know this man's going to get his heart broken one way or another, and it was Travis Kelsey with Taylor Swift, and then Travis Kelsey with the Pfizer sticker from Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's too good. Dude, when um, we, Lex, uh, we were uh, we were talking about that uh, commercial, I was like, yeah, like, Travis Kelsey, he's got the Pfizer commercial, and she was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not my man. Um, uh, but anyway, I think 
the one conspiracy that I believe in the most is the one about Antarctica. Have you heard that one? What about it? How it's like basically like uh like not hot spot but like a like a center for like where aliens all the aliens and stuff live. Not live, but like that's where they go because there's no humans or like, like there's nothing out there. And um I saw this one guy, I forget like the exact context of it, but he was talking about how he went on like a scientific exploration out there with like some group or something. And he was like, yeah, dude, like there's no reason humans can't live out there. Like it's not because it's too cold. Like it's, yeah, it's definitely like the Arctic, but like humans have the resources to survive out there. Um, It's just not like worldwide leap. Like there's like world laws that, I don't know if they're like set in like writing or or what at stone or whatever, but there's like worldwide like agreements that nobody's allowed out there. Like there's no like you can't set like a civilization or start any sort of like city or anything out there. And I think it's because they're like that's where they have like either like these creatures or aliens or something that's like staying in in Antarctica or like that's where aliens like come come and like go from like our planet to other planets or what or. It was also a speculation for that's where Nazis were doing like all their science experiments was out in Antarctica. I was say science experiments and shit like that. Yeah, and I'm like that makes the most sense, dude, because like literally, yeah. like what, like what, what would there be a reason to keep humans out of that other than it's freezing fucking cold? You know how many other places are freezing fucking cold that humans right. like live in and survive in? People die just trying to climb Mount Everest for free for fun, right? Like right. if. They probably pay money to go up there and die. Um, like, yeah, they don't give a Literally. fuck about you if it's if it's too cold or not. Exactly, dude. Exactly. I think there's something in Antarctica that like either the elites or just like like if the elites know that aliens exist, they're probably definitely like, all right, just chill out in Antarctica. Nobody's gonna be over there anyway. We'll tell them to stay away. Who's gonna tell them no? Yeah, that's true. But then it's that and 9-11. <laughs> Those are yeah. mine too. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of fishy shit going on. Yeah, but at the end of the day, like, it's definitely interesting to talk about. But for me, at the end of the day, dude, like, when I think about this stuff and, like, doomsday and all that, I'm just like, bro, there's nothing I can do to control it. So I'm just going to fucking live my life and try and be as happy as I can without being, like, super scared and living my life and fucking... You know what I mean? Like, there's so much I can yeah. prepare for what I can prepare for, and that's it. Like, I have no control over anything else. I'm just a fucking simple fucking human being that nobody other than, like, my friends and family even know about or care for. So I'm just going to live my life and be happy. You have more power than you think, Johnny. I don't think I do. I think you do. I don't know. I don't, I don't like, know. like... That's the whole thing when it comes to me and voting, dude. Like, I don't believe in our voting system, so oh, I don't vote. Oh, dude, I'm not voting. I have no power in democracy, so what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel, I don't think the, the way we do democracy works with you our two-party system. You have over, over yourself, though. Oh, well, yeah, but, like, that's it. Like, I don't have control over what other people do, and no, I don't but have that's any influence fine. All on, can, all like, any, like... All you control is yourself. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. But I think that there's more power in what you decide to do than you think. Decide to do, like, for my own life? Yeah. 
Yeah, I believe that. But I was talking more and so more in like a like I don't have like there's no way to influence like the way the human race goes unless you're like Elon Musk or like one of these like billionaires that has all this money to like actually change shit. Yeah. I had a thought the other day that like corrupt people, I tweeted this, corruption is like always going to win. What makes you say that? If me and you are going at, or we have, we're both trying to get the same thing, right? We're trying, both trying to get like the power or like, you know, be like, you know, win this election, right? If one of us is corrupt or has like poor ethics, they're, and like everything else is equal, they're always going to win. Because they're always going to be willing to because do the dirty thing. Because they're willing to do, yeah, right, yeah. And if somebody has good moral standards and they won't do like the bad thing, then it's really hard for that person to, to ultimately be the winner. And think about like you know there are powerful people that are capable of like serious evil, and like the only thing that they care oh, yeah. about is power and money, and like more of it, and more of both of them. And those are the people that run the world. Yeah, I've never understood, like, the human, like, need for, like, power. Like, I I definitely get the money thing, because, like, obviously, who wouldn't want to have a shit ton of fucking money? But, like, the power is what I'll never understand that. Like, what, I've just never had, like, an urge to be, like, oh, I want to, like, I want to be, like, the leader of, like, something All big. These people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I've, like, obviously, like, I, t- I took pride in, like, being the captain of my soccer team and like stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I like call being... out where people are in COD. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or taking on like a leadership role at work, but I've never been like, oh my god, dude, I need to be the leader of the free world, and I don't care how it happens, but I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna do whatever it takes. You know what I mean? Like that right. level of just like greed. Like I've never understood that. No, me either. And it's For like, what? how the fuck is that person, Joe Biden? Like how did how did we how is that person like that's like has that mentality? How is that Joe Biden? That man doesn't have any thoughts running through his brain. I don't. I that's that's the thing. I don't think it's Joe Biden. I think it's well, just yeah, the Democratic Party at large just puppeting right, him around. But like you would think that like if you were to have a puppet in office, you would kind of make it be like somebody who kind of feels like they know what they're doing. You Can know at, least I mean? at least read the could... teleprompter. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, Ugh. it makes no sense. Like, I feel like there's just so much blatant like corruption. Like, they just don't even care to hide. Yeah, it they at this don't, point, you dude. Know it's I mean? so out there. Yeah, but they say that's like, or there's people that say that's the way that like you have to do it. You know what I mean? Like, if you're like a Satanist or something, like you have to. Sh- like, one of the things is like, if I tell you what I'm gonna do to you, or if I show you what I'm gonna do to you and you, like, willingly accept it, then what I'm doing to you isn't bad because you, like, chose to allow it to happen. Yeah. So a lot of that is, like, they put, like, crazy shit in TV shows and stuff, and, like, that's why, that's, like, part of the thing with, like, a lot of the stuff in The Simpsons, like, comes true later on because it's, like, yeah, because they have to show you, and if you, and then if they show you, and then you accept it, then when it happens, or like it's like, oh, you already accepted that, so we didn't do anything bad. Yeah, well, that's just like getting desensitized to everything too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, which is like why, like, I don't know, dude. Like, 
as much as I'm like excited to see like the future of like technology and stuff, like it's gonna be terrifying to like hand my kid whenever he's like thirteen or fourteen and like a phone for the first time. So I'm like, dude, yep. you're gonna have access to so much more than even what I had access to when I got my first phone. Like, yeah, it's crazy. When I got my first phone, I could call and text. I don't even have any way to like go on like www dot what no no same same. It was call and text, and it was like my mom, <laughs> yeah, my, my boys. And it was every time I sent a text, it would just say like point three zero minutes deducted. <laughs> like I had the track um, phone with like you had to buy like two hundred minutes or something like that, and then get down to zero minutes and be like, Mom, take me to the gas station. I gotta get more minutes. Get this little, like, prepaid card. It was like Xbox Live points for your phone, basically. That's what it was. That's funny as fuck. Yeah. Um, there was one more, uh, kind of gloomy thing that I wanted to say, but I can't remember what it was, so you wanna just, like, stop this part of the podcast? Yeah, should we spice it up now that we've depressed everybody? Yeah, um, you wanna talk about the Yankees? I said stop. I said stop being depressed, dude. Um, actually, I will say a few things about the Yanks. Um, so the Yanks are out of the playoffs for the first year since 2016. Yeah, I believe. One second. I need. I need to jump in and interject and say something real quick. Okay. I saw there were some some Yankees fans on on the Twitter, and they were like, "Oh, like you know." didn't make the playoffs in 2008 and then won the world series in 09 and it's like okay but you also didn't make the world the playoffs in 2016 and what the fuck happened in 2017 one game away from the world series close enough my book that's pretty close that's yeah, pretty good game, that, like that's seven games good. in the alcs against the astros and then, uh fucking i think that was the year of Rollis chapman oh no that was in 2019 I don't know. I forget how we lost in Game 7, but we lost. But we were one game away, which is actually kind of crazy how that right, worked out. Right. Um, my argument holds less weight. Carry on. Um. So, yeah, we're out of playoff contention. Apparently, there have been reports for the past week or so that Hal Steinbrenner has brought in a third-party auditor to audit their analytics department. And figure out what the fuck's going on and why they're find out why they're so obsessed with exit velo and barrel percentage or one one of those two stats. Um which you know Get him to fucking, Deloitte. Can I get on that? So I'm saying, dude. You should do your own little independent research study and um get back to me with that because I don't know. Can I get I don't their numbers? To... Yeah, I got Hal Steinbrenner. Let me call him actually. Could you imagine? Yo, Hal, your boy Johnny, Kenny wants to speak to you. <laughs> Just hold it up to the mic. Um, So, yeah, they're auditing the analytics department, which is cool, I guess. It, it really all depends on what changes are made. Um, We can audit all our all we want, but if like we don't make the right changes, then what the fuck was the point? Um, Judge came out the other day and said, like I've said before, when we were a game away from the World Series and doesn't change now that we're knocked out, not even going into the playoffs, he's like, if you're if I'm not speaking to you after a World Series championship, then it was a failed season. And he was like, There are a lot of things around here that need to change and I have some ideas. So I was like, Alright, Cap, like that's what I like to hear. Like I wanna see you fucking take take a fucking take this team by its nuts and say, Listen here, yeah. motherfuckers, like we're not we're not doing what we need to do. I'm in my prime. 
let's fucking win some fucking championships. Like, how has it taken us this yeah. long? Um, yeah, take, he's like one of the few having accountability and not passing the buck. Yeah, dude, him and Garrett Cole, really, the only two. Even after missing a bunch of the season where he's like, where it's kind of like, you know, I wasn't even there for most of the year. Yeah, and it kind of, this is kind of going to sound shitty, but like, it's almost good that he missed those two months because I feel like if he didn't miss those two months and had a full season, we probably would have snuck into the playoffs and just same shit from last year, just restarted. Be like, oh, oh, we made the playoffs. Or we're, Donaldson we're would there. still be there doing his fucking yep. poop job. Yep, the kids wouldn't have had a chance to play and show out. Right, which, right. You know, a lot of them have actually really looked really good, so I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, there just has to be changes made, dude. Like, I don't think Cashman gets fired, but I think he's he probably should. Um, who's who knows? Stern like, talking to? And maybe 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 something comes out and says, "Oh, these all these analytics told Cashman to make all these trades for the Joey Gallows and the Josh Donaldsons because all they were looking at was exit velo." But like, you can't hit the ball. You're not gonna have an exit velo, dude. Like that's yeah. that should be rule number fucking one. Like figure out the yeah. players who can hit the ball and then find the ones that have a high barrel percentage or have a high exit velo. Like just because somebody is super strong and hit the ball super hard doesn't mean they can hit the ball consistently, dude. It's usually the complete opposite of that, unless you're like an Aaron Judge. Yeah, I guess you'd have to Stanton, look at, like look at the correlation between like hard hit percentage and like exit velo. Like and like is your exit velo Real high, but your hard hit percentage is real low. That's what, you know what that's I mean. The literal baseball card of John Carlos Stanton, bro. He batted like one eighty nine this year, but he still hit like twenty five home runs, and that was in like his worst year of his career. His worst career of his year, he's still hitting twenty five home runs, which is good, and he still he was out for a lot of the season too. But like, I mean, dude, prime example. I keep At saying Kyle this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's hit over 40 bombs. So, like, I mean, he still has negative war, but, like, I'm still going to put a 40 home run <laughs> bat in my lineup <laughs> yeah. any day of the week. Um, and he bats lead off, but, like, sub 200. That's why, like, like Aaron Judge is that guy, bro. Like, he, he has the high per- barrel percentage. He has the high OBP. He has the high OPS. He has the high exit below. Like, he's, the per- he's literally a perfect hitter. Like, he does everything when it comes to hitting except bunting because why the fuck would you have Aaron Judge bunt? Um, but, like, you just got to build around that, dude. Like, you have this guy who can sit in your two or three hole that can do it all. He'll hit you 60 home runs while hitting 300 and getting on base at a 400 fucking slash rate. Um, You don't need a John Carlos Stanton batting behind him who's going to swing and strike out, like, fucking 45% of the time. You don't need three or four of those guys in the lineup. Get the right. Volpes in there. Get, get the Glabers, who's a contact hitter. Go out and get, like, a... I don't know, like a contact guy like Trey Turner. You don't need the speed. You don't need the base running because you have that. I mean, the Yankees could use it. But you have that in other players. But get a guy that just puts the bat on the ball and gets on base, dude. Like, I, I hate how yep. seven out of the nine Yankees players are, like, home run or bust. And it's, it's the most frustrating form of baseball to watch. And that's what you need, like, role players for. And, like, yeah, dude, the Yankees' entire lineup, I feel like, is just, you know, K or home run. fucking, yeah, um, dude. Or you're just flying out. Um, but like, and that's something that the Phils do nice. Like Boehm, like he hits his home runs, but he's not like a real power hitter. Like, um, Bryson Stott, like he's, he's a good hitter in general. Um, but he's not hitting home runs. You know what I mean? Like a lot of those guys that are just kind of bottom of the lineup, but like 
Who cares? Getting on base. Right. And that's and then why you mix in like, Trey Turner, and then you mix that in with Schwarber, Harper, and Cassianos, and then JT. It's a perfect mix. JT's dude. just a solid hitter. He's not. He's not hitting home runs. Um, and that's like what excites so gotta, me about the the kids for the Yanks, dude. But like, they're still kids. They're not going to be that polished, yeah. like three or four year vet. Like, you're telling me we got to go through the fucking struggles of all these rookies playing around Judge in his prime. Like, no, dude. Like. Yeah, get the kids in there. Like, Volpe should be our starting second baseman next year. I think maybe Glaber gets traded, which might might suck because he was our best consistent hitter all year this year. But, like, don't want to overpay for him. Volpe's very capable of playing second base. Peraza's glove at short is absolutely insane, dude. Like, he's going to win a platinum glove in his career if you play shortstop. Peraza and Volpe up the middle. Like, give them a, a year and then fucking, I mean, Dominguez him going down hurt dude because like i was on i was like very happy with the yankees like future up until he got hurt because i was like that dude like we'll fucking go into the offseason make a few moves we're gonna have dominguez and like a few of the kids in the lineup next year maybe go out and get a veteran lefty bat like cody bellinger or something to play left field fucking take some take some salary off with donaldson gone maybe try and trade stanton if you can but like nobody's gonna take on that contract so he's just gonna be riding away on the yankees for the next three years maybe he turns around next year and is back but pretty tough to see that happening um it all just comes down to making the right moves with cashman and and some internal internal stuff dude once that happens then see where the yankees are but if we go and waste garrett cole and aaron judge's prime and don't win at least one or two fucking or make a world series dude i'm gonna be like yeah Heartbroken, yeah. bro. Gotta start with making a World Series. I don't know. Hey, I'm hoping the Phils make a good push. They're probably gonna start the uh, postseason with the Diamondbacks, I believe. Um, they're the Diamondbacks the are series. a couple. Yeah, they're a couple games ahead of the Cubs for the two spot. So I think the one will play the two, and then I think it's looking like Brewers Cubs right now for the other uh, NL wild card spot. That would be a fun, uh, like, inter-division yeah, wildcard matchup. I feel like the Phils are better than all those teams, though. Um, I mean, I just got a good look at the Diamondbacks because the Yanks played them. They didn't They didn't look anything crazy. Like, they looked like your average run-of-the-mill, like, sneak into the playoffs, get bounced in the wildcard. Like, yeah, if it weren't up? for the Braves, dude, the Phils would have had a great year. What are, What's the record now? Like, 80, they got, like, 87 wins, right? 88 wins? 88. Yeah, 88 and 69. So, the Phils are the top NL wildcard spot. They're sitting at plus six. The Diamondbacks are plus one and a half. And then the Cubs. And then the Marlins are minus one. And the Reds are minus one and a half. Um... But yeah, so yeah, the Phils will play the Diamondbacks most likely. All right, that's yeah. I, I like then, that for the for the Phils. And then they would probably play the Dodgers. No, it either be D- Dodgers or Braves. It either be Dodgers or Braves in the yeah. No, yeah, the yeah the divisional series. Yeah, they'd get either Dodgers or Braves. So like that's tough. That's tough, yeah. Um 
I mean, bounced the Dodgers last year in the ALDS, so I mean, could definitely do it and again. You the know, Braves you are know a the scary Dodgers squad, are, though. The Dodgers are very capable of choking. Yeah. Um. Yeah. In the playoffs, any any day of the week. Fuck, the Phils are already losing, dude. Yeah, so, um, I mean, the AL is a little tight because it's Baltimore, Texas, the Twins, the Rays. Those are those are division leaders. The Rays plus ten. Uh, the Blue Jays plus one and a half, and then Houston are the third team. Seattle's a half game back. Who's in the? Who's in? Oh, the Rays are ahead of the O's now in the AL East. No, 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 sorry. It's the Orioles, the Rangers, and the Twins. Those are the division leaders. Oh, okay. And then the Rays are the top wildcard team. So they'll get the Astros in the wildcard, right? They will get... The Astros or the Jays? No, so it's either the Rangers or the Astros are going to win their division, and whoever wins their division is going to be the number two seed. Oh, okay. Um, so then it'll be the Twins will play probably the other one of either the Rangers or the Astros, and then the Rays most likely are going to play the Blue Jays. Rays, Blue Jays, and then the O's will get the winner of that? Uh, probably, yeah. I guess, unless, did the O's win the division yet? It looks like they're two games ahead. The O's? Or... Yeah, or let me see. Two and a half. The O's are two and a half games ahead. So they're probably going to clinch the division pretty soon. Yeah. Um, I don't know when their last game is, but I know the Yankees finished the season on October 1st. October baseball, baby. Let's go. Last game of the season. Yeah, the O's have, uh, they're playing the Nationals right now. And then uh, starting tomorrow, they have Thursday, Friday, Saturday against the O's. Or they are the Wait, O's against the Red the Sox. Oh, no. Oh. The O's, they, they get the Red Sox in their final series. That should be an easy series win for them. Yeah, easy dubs. I think the Phils get... Tonight and tomorrow against the Pirates, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday against the Mets. And then the wild card uh, games starts uh, two games after, two days after that. You think the the Phils will start Nola game one, or save him for like a game two or three? They'll probably start him game one. Nola Wheeler. I'm not sure who's going to come after that. What's the uh the new bull is is kind of nice Orion Kirkering. Orion was he named after the, the fucking the belt? Yeah, Orion's belt. Probably. I mean, why else would you name your kid Orion? 
If maybe it's not after the belt. Like, maybe he popped out and they're like, oh, Ryan. Maybe it was like that type of thing. Yeah, and then they just like, oh, that's the name, and they just wrote it in. Are you confident oh. in the Phillies coming back from a five-run deficit? Are they down five right now? No, no, I'm not usually confident of that. Damn, we lagging like a motherfucker tonight. Yeah. No, I mean you didn't lag at all for me. Are you? Am, oh, are you, you still just saw me, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I, I must, I must have lagged. Yeah, you've been lagging a lot too. Um, Did you? Whatever. What was the last thing you heard? Um, no, I'm, I'm not confident in the Phils coming back from a five-run deficit. Dope. Dope. There goes my parlay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn. I mean, never confident down five. But Pat Mahomes down 10. That could be good. He's like over 500 in games where he's down 10. What'd you say? You lagged again. Pat Mahomes, he's over 500 in games where he's down 10. So I'll take him down 10, but I don't want the Phils down 5. Do you think down 10 in football is the same as down 5 in baseball? Uh, no. Well, no. I think... I think down five in baseball is equivalent to like fourteen down down fourteen in football. Yeah, or seventeen. Yeah, but like it just depends because like you can you can get five back in two swings. Yeah. Well, you gotta have a lot happen before those two swings too. So I don't know if you're counting just like. But if well, you like have... you you could walk a couple guys on. <laughs> Three straight walks with no strikes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. You do need some things to happen before I'm just before do the this two every home runs. You're gonna give me the finger yeah. every time you every time that you Yeah, lag? I'm gonna I'm gonna make you squirt. Ooh, hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Mac breaks because it's all wet. How about um? How about those birds? How about them birds, dude? How about them dude, boys? They look good. <laughs> yeah, how about them boys? I love seeing them lose, but uh, fuck me them because they also lost me money. Shouldn't have yeah. bet on. Yeah, yeah, that was bad, dude. Yeah, to the just like to the Cardinals, dude. Like, I think it's all disrespectful, dude. They just. They clearly just didn't think that they were the Cardinals were that good. They didn't prepare. They weren't ready for like a real football game, and they got punched in the mouth. I think it's every time Dallas gets to a point where everyone's like, "Oh, oh the Cowboys legit. look good. They're legit." They're, you know, they're and then they show their same face every time, dude. Yep. And it's, it's like my the favorite one thing... part about being an Eagles fan. Yeah, it really is, dude. <laughs> More so than like seeing us just smoke everyone we play. I love seeing the Cowboys suck. Yeah, it's it's not even that they suck, right? Because like the Commanders, they've sucked forever. For as long as yeah. I've been watching football, they've been bad for they've the most been, part, been right? Yep. That's way less enjoyable than the Cowboys <laughs> being so disappointing. Oh man, because they're not just bad, dude. They're disappointing, and the cowboy, the Cowboys being disappointing, best thing ever. Better yeah, than dude, the commander. It's like sucking. you know they're gonna get to like 
let's be honest, they're not winning the NFC East over the Eagles. If we stay healthy, they might. We're, if we stay healthy, they're not a better team than the Eagles. Our offensive line is too good. Too good. On the You're other hand, though, right. Michael Parsons is a stuck. Yeah. Say that. Um, I don't know, dude. I think I think we'll be good to win the NFC East. Like, but anything could happen, and it's a long season, right? So, like, over the over the course of a year, there probably will be some injuries and like a few games that we lose because of you know just a, a couple poor decisions here or there, a couple bad bounces here or there. Like, honestly, could have lost the Bucks game with the picks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, our the Bucks defense were really- just the. Our defense stepped up and like forced some turnovers as well, so that was nice. And I feel like that was the first time this year we've seen our defense kind of show who they truly are, which is nice. It's like okay, <laughs> okay, like we still have Jalen throwing two picks, like didn't have his best day. I mean, he threw a dime to uh, Ola- Olamide. Olamide, like, is like Olamide Zacchaeus. Yeah, Olamide Zacchaeus, dude. And he, was, had, and like, he, he had like two hours in the popped. pocket to throw that ball, and he got popped. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was beautiful. Um. But I saw someone saying, I think it was the fantasy footballers in yesterday's episode, which I, I'm fucking stupid. I'm in too many, like, little side note, dude. I'm in way too many fantasy leagues because the waivers, doing waivers for seven, eight leagues is so tiring, dude. Like, I get burnt out after, like, two or three. I'm like, all right, Orchids and Sleeper Keeper. After that, I'm like, who gives a fuck, dude? I just, so I look at, there's, like, players that I like each week. I'll find him in sleeper, and then I just can click availability in other leagues. So I'm like, I don't even have to check for him in other leagues. You know what I mean? In sleeper? Yeah. You can do that? Yeah, yeah, let me show you. Yeah, give me a quick tutorial. All right, pull open the sleeper app. I'm already on it. Go to players. In in just any league? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top player, trending player, Josh Palmer. I guess yeah. you could just click on anybody. Right under where it says league note. Right above summary, it says availability in other leagues, and it has a drop-down arrow. Oh, shit, I didn't even know you And you, you click, click that, that, and then you load more, and it'll show you all of them. Wow, that's and then, awesome, dude. Did you know that you can, like, you can reorder your leagues? I did not. How do you do that? Just, like, hold on it or something? Um, nah, so if you are, if you're here, where all your leagues are listed... Don't look yeah. at all the red on here for my bad projection. Yeah, mine looks the same. <laughs> and you click the three dots at the top. You can hit manage leagues, and then you can move them up and down. Oh, that's so nice, dude. So, like, for me, I keep, like, orchids at the top, and then sleeper keeper, and then, like, it goes down from there. And then I have, like, my dynasty leagues at the bottom, because, like, you know, most of the waivers that we're picking up in redraft are already on teams in, in dynasty. That's so nice. Uh, I just, just did it. I got Orchid, Sleeper Keeper, Coastal Chicks, and then Random Roommates as my top four. Yeah. And then Erotic. Oh, man. That's so nice, dude. Oh, that looks so much better. I really like that. Uh, I really like that player thing, though. Leagues. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, they started. They introduced that last year. They had it. Ooh, Wayne just sent me a trade in Orchid. Should we... Should we... I'll just say what it is. You don't have to give me any advice or anything because I don't want collusion. Uh, okay, deal. Controls, but it's he's going to send me Derrick Henry and Dallas Goddard for Tyreek Hill and Evan Ingram. I'm declining that right now. Derrick Henry and the Titans—they look like a certified bum squad. Yeah, they do. Tyreek Hill is probably going to be the wide receiver one on the year. 
he might be. That's a lot. I hope Waldo's listening to this so he can just hear his trade get rejected on live. <laughs> Evan Ingram's probably having a well, he's definitely having a better year than Goddard. So far. I mean, it's only been a few games, but Wait, say that again. I heard Evan Ingram's probably having He's definitely having a better year than Goddard. Yeah, Evan Ingram's like the tight end four right now. He's had I think yeah, I think it's four or five. He went nine, eleven, and thirteen. Which he had a great finish to the se- the second half of last year, dude. So I had like a lot of a lot of faith in him, and he was the guy yeah. that I could snag late. Yeah. Um, I'm excited my teams about are so Tank bad, Dell. dude. I I hate my orchids team. I don't like my running back room in orchids at all, dude. I don't know what I was thinking with. I don't like the Isaiah Pacheco pick. Reese Hall, I still have faith that he'll come too, but the Jets just look horrible until they get a quarterback and can open up their passing game. See, my problem in Orchids is that I have Justin Fields and Darren Waller, and like I shouldn't be starting either of them, but I feel like I should. I have to start them both. I, if I were you, not to give you like any advice or anything, I'm just saying this is what I would do. I would fucking bench Justin Fields until he shows me like one or two weeks, dude. But I might be, dude. I picked that, up like, Andy Dalton. Is he going to play, though? Like, is he... Because what's his name is in concussion protocol. Like, I don't know if he's going to be... I don't know if he's going to play or not, either. He's projected 0.00 right now. But that's just a stupid projection. What do they know? But, <laughs> that's just a projection. I don't listen dude, to that. Dude, last week, he was a QB7. He balled. He threw the ball 58 times. If he throws um, the ball 58 times, dude... If Andy Dalton's... Yeah, and that's what we did last week was 58. If he throws the ball 58 times, he's going to ball out. He was a QB7 last week. Yeah, he made Adam Thielen look like Justin Jefferson, too. Exactly. So, like, all right. Like, if Justin Fields is going to be ass, although he's playing Denver and they're a terrible defense, so, like, he might ball out. It's a, it's a if scary he run. It's, if he yeah. can run, I don't think he's going to ball out through the air because he hasn't shown that no. he can do that at all. No, he hasn't. And then um, I also picked up Luke Musgrave. Yeah, I saw that was one of the fantasy footballers' like tight end picks for the week or waiver claims for the week. I might start him over Darren Waller. I don't know. I probably would if I were you. I, whoever Waller's they're playing, been I forget, bad, dude. I forget who they're playing, but like they've given up double digit points to tight ends every week so far. Whoever yeah. Musgrave's playing, I forget. I think I think he might be playing Detroit. Oh. Justin Fields playing Denver, not Detroit. So maybe I Denver. don't want to start Justin Fields against Denver. I mean, their um, defense just let up 70, so maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's know. true. That's true. But uh, Luke Musgrave's playing Detroit. It's a Thursday night game. I might just fucking roll with it. I don't know. I'll have to decide tomorrow, I guess. Yeah, I need to, like, set an alarm on my phone, like, Tuesday nights at, like, 9 p.m. Just go do your waivers, dude, because I completely forgot to do any this week, and it's like, damn, could have had could have had some nice... Yeah. You need any wide receiver help in Orchids? Uh, I need help everywhere in Orchids, bro. Who you got at running back? I, at, Moss, in Orchids Stevenson. at running back, I got Zach Moss, Ramondre Stevenson... Eckler, Tank Bigsby. Yes, yeah, Slim Pickens. 
So if you like Zach Moss, I'll trade you him. I don't, because I think Jonathan Taylor is going to come back eventually. And yeah, but he doesn't his... even want to play, dude. Just yeah, I'll just give you Zach Moss. I uh, I have a plethora of like breakout wide receivers that could like Tank Dell, dude. I think he's going to be like he's shown that he can be a wide receiver one. So I'm kind of high on him. I'm actually starting him this week. Um, him, Rashid Shaheed has looked pretty good. Um, Jordan Addison has looked really good as like a flex play. So I've got like a plethora of those guys outside of Tyreek and Calvin Ridley. So I, I'm thinking I'm going to use one of them as like a trade piece for a running back if, if I get something that I like. But I don't know. It's still early. We're still only three weeks in, so I don't want to jump the gun too fast on anything. That that's what your that's team's what did not me last bad. Year. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I like it. I like all of my team outside of my running backs. Um, if Reese Hall, you know, steps up and does his thing, the Jets get a little bit better. Like, I'm fine with that. James Conner's been good, but he's playing San Francisco this week, so I don't know if I want to start him and take the chance on uh, Pacheco and Brees Hall having decent weeks. But I don't know. I've I got Pacheco in sleeper keeper just because I could keep him for a 13th round pick, and that seemed worth it. I don't really love having him on my team. I don't love having Pacheco on my team in Sleeper Keeper. I, uh, he just, he doesn't, like, I should have known this before the draft. But so the unreliable, just don't run the dude. ball, dude, yeah. No, they don't. And it's like, oh, like, he's like the starting running back on the best offense. And it's like, so he should be good. Yeah, but he's not good because they don't run the ball. And they right. don't pass to him either. Right. Um, Waldo just texted me, he said, counter pussy. And I was like, all right, let me see what you got. But he doesn't really have anybody that I need. Like, he's not going to give me Derrick Henry unless I give away something big that I don't want to give away. His other running back is B. John Robinson, which I know he's not going to give away unless I give away something that I don't want to give away. Like, I don't want to just make a trade just to make a trade. I want it to be beneficial to my team without losing oh he does have jonathan taylor like i don't know maybe like do you think he maybe like a tank dell for jt no i'm not gonna do it no not i don't think it. he would do tank dell for jt who's to say jt comes back though like you just said like he doesn't want to play yeah yeah no like i i tank hear Dell's you there. had three weeks where he's put up over 15 points each week i think like he um, looks like a solid. Like he's he's gonna be the only offense in Houston through the air. Is that true? He's put up fifteen points every week. Yeah, dude. Uh, let me see. Week one. Oh no, he had six week one, but then he went twenty and twenty five. So it equals out to about. Yeah, he's averaging points. over fifteen. Yeah. Because you'd only need 45 to average 15, and he's got that in the two weeks. In two weeks, right. Interesting. Jonathan Taylor yeah. probably probably get you 15 a week, though. Maybe. I mean, the Colts look surprisingly better than I thought they would. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Shane Steichen, baby, he's got that Philly mm-hmm. offense, and it's moving. Maybe that's maybe Shane Steichen is like, maybe he's he was the offensive genius last year. Yeah, but Philly's still moving the ball without him. Yeah, but it makes me nervous, man. I feel like, 
I ha- I don't know. I haven't loved Brian Johnson as the offensive coordinator. I think he's we're definitely going through some growing pains. Um, I don't think Hertz has been amazing. He's definitely not running as much. He's trying to be more of a pocket passer. So like going through some growing pains of him kind of like transitioning his play style, which like this should be better for his longevity. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. But at the same time, like I think we should stick to what he's best at, which is running the ball 11 times a game if he has to. Right. Wouldn't you rather maximize your potential over the next seven years instead of having a lower ceiling over the next, you know, 12 or 15? 12, right. Yeah, you would think because our window to win is now. You know what I mean? And you need and you need to be perfect, right? It's like It's like a best ball, right? When you draft in best ball, you assume that everyone's going to hit like that's you have you have to have to assume like the only way that I win is if everything works out perfect and I have you know I literally have the best team that's the only way that it works so right. you have to kind of assume that so it's like okay and and in real football that's the only way that you win is if like you are the best team when you're hitting on all cylinders and like you're hitting your ceiling why would you want to cap your ceiling right you're not going to draft a guy in best ball who's like all right maybe by like week 10 he kind of has his breakout like finds his footing like no dude Right. You got to draft based on what's going to win now because that's what you're trying to do. It's the exactly. goal of all the shit. Exactly. And like and like you need the ceiling. And if you if you're having hurts not running, you just Right. ceiling capping. Straight capping, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Um the footballers were also saying that about Jalen. They're like, "Yeah, he doesn't really look like the same guy from last year, but at the same time, like when they said that, I was like, "Dude, it's week 3, like by this time last year, we didn't think the Eagles were the team that they ended up being. That's so, like, true. I mean, granted, we did start like what seven and zero or eight and zero or something like that. But um, like, there's it's it's too early. It's too early to put like labels on anything, dude. Yeah, and like honestly, finding ways to win—that's all that matters—is is that right. we find ways to win. Exactly. That's that's all that matters in the end. At coming from basically off of like a fan perspective, a fantasy perspective, it's like yeah, you. No, you'd like to come out of the gate hot. Jalen Hurts putting up 30 points a game if you have him on your team. But at the same time, dude, almost every team in the league is going to lose at least three times. So even if you're 0-3 right now in, in leagues, like, even if you start 0-5, they were saying, like, you could still, you know, squeak out the next eight, not in a row, but, like, squeak out eight or nine wins, squeak into the playoffs and make a run and win it all. Like, no team is really out of it until you're like truly like zero and seven. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Hey, starting three and zero doesn't hurt though. Definitely doesn't hurt. It leaves you a lot of room for. Uh, gives you a good cushion. But yeah. at the same time, you're yeah. not like if you're zero and three, you shouldn't be like selling, selling out, and trying to make like crazy changes. And I've definitely been culprit of that before. So, but I will say I was looking at uh, the Orchids League history the other day. I have the most wins in league history on Sleeper. Do you? Yeah. Not bad. I feel like your team's always good. That's the thing. My team is always... My team... My fantasy football team is the New York Yankees, dude. Outside of this year. Amazing during the regular season and then chokes in the playoffs. That happens to me every... Bro, the last three or four years, I've finished top four. Yeah. It's crazy. I hate my team this year, dude. Um, how you feeling about your sleeper team? 
My sleeper team, honestly, not great. I mean, it's not that bad, but I don't love it either. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Justin Herbert at my quarterback, I love that. Um, Derrick Henry, James Cook, Rashad White, Gus Edwards, Pacheco, Tank Bigsby. That's like not a bad running back room, I don't think. And then C.D. Lamb, Garrett Wilson, unfortunate. DJ Moore, he's got to get it together. Brandon Cooks, Romeo Dobbs, Sky Moore. Like, that's not bad. And I do have Kyler, too. Yeah, but you got Justin Herbert, unless he goes down and... Yeah, but if Kyler comes back and he's really good, I can trade him and he'll be worth so much. Yeah, yeah, or just gotta... if Herbert's good... Or if just if Kyler Murray's good, keep Kyler Murray and trade Herbert because Kyler Murray I took with literally my 14th pick. So next year he's a 14th round or a 13th round pick in the draft. Yeah, as a keeper, That'd be a you know what I mean. Little keeper, yeah. That's why, like, that's why I snagged him. So let me get him late because then if he's healthy and good, then like I have an absolute steal next year in the draft. Yeah, it gives you gives you a. Uh... I don't know when you took Herbert, but gives you definitely a lot of room to get some, like a nice piece at running back or wide receiver in his spot. I think I took Herbert early, dude. All the, like the solid players ended up going really early because of the keepers later in the draft. It pushed it pushed draft values way up. Like yeah. I noticed during that draft, I was like, "Oh my god, dude!" Like like Travis Kelsey was the one hundred and one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not because that was their decision, but because. You know, the five or six guys that went before him, almost every draft were already taken as keepers. Already gone, right. Yeah, let's see. Let's look at draft results real quick. We'll see where I took Herbs. I took him in the fourth. That's not bad. But, like, I mean, a third-round pick on Justin Herbert, like, not a very mobile quarterback. No, no, thank you. Right, and the value you can get there next year if you keep Kyler at 13th round. You know what I mean? Right. 13th right. round, anyways, basically a dart throw. Yeah. I I kept Pacheco in the thirteenth round this year just because it's like okay, yeah. But I like I like how we do since we usually do a slow draft. It's like it helps having keepers where they one of them has to be in the later rounds. Just helps those rounds kind of fly by when like there's like a bunch of keepers just mixed in there. Just already there, yeah. I agree. That was probably my favorite draft that we did this year. The sleeper keeper one. Yeah, it was like a, it moved it was, pretty it was, well. That and it was just fun seeing like where people went and like who had who and it's like you're looking for a guy and then you're like oh fuck he's a, he's a keeper like somebody's got but like you said Travis Kelsey the 101 like that just switches things up right. and makes it not as like a regular draft right yeah dude quarterback or running backs were flying off the board that's why I took uh, Derrick Henry early I was like dude I got I gotta get one before he goes yeah. That's the other thing. You could find yourself in a situation where you're like, if I reaching don't reaching on now, positions, right? Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, I don't really like this guy, but I feel like I I have to get one before they're gone. Um, quick side note: I just got a notification. Aaron Judge just his 36th home run of the year. That's insane, dude. 36 bombs when you've missed basically half the season. He's not bad. He's pretty fucking good. Like for the Yankees to not waste them. Let's see if the Phillies have scored any runs. Um, in nope. in football this past weekend, we had some fun in football this past weekend. 
Cowboys lose. How do we how do we feel about uh what's going down in New York with the Jets? With the with the Jets? I think Robert Sala needs to fucking let go of Zach Wilson, dude. What has he shown yeah. you to have as much faith in him as he does? Like it's not even like you can point to one game where he's like, yo, he but he balled out in this game and showed potential. He hasn't he's been had one bed of those. every single time he's been on the field. Every single time, dude. It's like you, you, you watch in red zone and it's like the Jets game pops up and it's like halfway through the third and the Jets still have three points. It's like the dude can't even get you to field goal range, bro. Yep. Like it's not even to a point where you can just get to a certain range and kick a bunch of field goals. Like he's not even getting you there. It's like a three and out every time the Jets get the ball. Like, I, apparently there were reports where the defense, there's, like, some uh, locker room drama where the defense is, like, kind of pissed at Sala for, like, hanging on to Wilson, Zach Wilson for this long. And it's like, bro. I get it. What are we doing? Yeah. Same, dude. Like, I just don't understand the unconditional, like, trust in him. Like, go out so, and get somebody or do something, dude. Like, if Carson Wentz doesn't have a job in the NFL, like, how does Zach Wilson? Yeah. That's a good point, dude. Wentz would be better than Zach Wilson. Right. Um. But the golden number for a defense in the NFL is 17. Well, for a team overall, if you can keep a team under 17, you should win almost all of your games in the NFL. And the Jets defense is really good, and they do that, and they still lose because their quarterback is so fucking bad. Yeah. It's just crazy to me how he was, what, the second overall pick, Zach Wilson? Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, how how do you have all these scouting departments? Like, you know, if the Jets didn't have that pick, some other team probably would have taken them. It's like, how do you have all this fucking scouting and knowledge on a guy? And it's like, yeah, like he's projected the second overall pick, but like he turns out to be this bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, there are definitely flops and like first overall picks all the time go. They flop bad. But like, I mean, dude, even Johnny Manziel wasn't as bad as Zach Wilson and he didn't even go top. He was, like, the last pick in the first round or second round, first pick in the second round or something like that. Probably the first pick in the second round because he went to the Browns. Yeah. And they've never been good enough to have the Be last pick the of third. the first round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. But, like, it's just crazy how bad he is as how high he was drafted. And, like, I don't know. I don't know if you watched Hard Knocks this season with the mm-hmm. Jets. But, like. It kind of made me like like Zach Wilson a little bit because watching him under Aaron Rodgers and it's like, all right, well, maybe he gets a little mentorship. And when Rodgers went down, I was like, Zach Wilson's got a little bit of that like Aaron Rodgers knowledge now. Like maybe he's learned a little bit, but it's just like, dude, he's worse than he was last year. Yeah. He's not good. Yeah, I just I feel bad for Jets fans, dude. It's like. I don't have anything against the Jets. Like I don't. I have no reason to dislike the Jets anyway. So it's not like I'm going to be like. Oh, if it was the Cowboys, I would love it. Like if Zach Wilson was on the Cowboys, dude, I would be like, this is the greatest time of my life. Like how awesome would that be? But yeah, yeah, it's the Jets, dude. They've already just been through so much shit already, and it's like they finally have a chance to be good. And like their defense is stacked. Like they're off. Like they got a young gun in Garrett Wilson. They're bringing in Aaron Rodgers. Like arguably top two top three quarterback of all time and for him to go out like that like just so heartbreaking dude i feel bad also i just wanted to see the afc east like the afc east would have been a lot of fun with aaron Rodgers at the helm dude 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's still going to be fun. I think the Bills are finally doing Bills things again. Um, I mean, granted, it was the Commanders this weekend, but I mean, Commanders are two and one. Um, and but Bills dominated thirty-seven to three victory. The defense was clicking. The offense was doing its thing. Gabe Davis looks pretty good through the first three weeks. He looks a little bit more reliable than he has in the years past. Yeah. Yeah, I think they kind of unlocked something with him there. Um, this was this this Bills game reminded me of like kind of what Bills have flashed in the past, and it's like if yeah. they can just find this consistent consistency on a week to week basis. Like for yep. me, dude, I feel like the Bills that are was a little the Bills more overhyped. Three years ago, yeah. The past dude. the past two years, the Bills haven't been good. They haven't lived up to their standard at all. Right, especially last year with uh, who did they go out and get Von Miller? someone yeah. else on their defense it's like oh dude who's stopping this team but they didn't look good at all they they just don't put it together sometimes yeah. but they they are like definitely kind of getting back to that form that you like that you like to see where they're clicking on all cylinders yep so that that's fun to see um do we want to talk about the miami game that was fun jesus christ 70 points the most <laughs> in the game since 1966 did you see they had a chance to make the most points ever and by kicking a field goal and Mike McDaniels said, nah, I'm good. A fucking really? baller move, dude. I love Mike McDaniel. Why wouldn't you do it, though? Are we back? Like, why, why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you want to kick the field goal and have the most all time? That's what I would have. I mean, if it was me, I'd be like, dude, I want my name in that record book. Fuck yeah. But like, yeah. he was just like, Nah, don't need it, dude. Like, I know how good we are. Whatever. And also, I don't know if you know this. I found this out on social media, but he was the ball boy for the Broncos, like, however many years ago. Really? And he grew up, he grew up like, a huge Denver fan because he's from and Colorado. And dicked on him. Dicked on him, but he was like, ah, I'm a Broncos fan at heart. I'm not going to rub it in their face and score the most points against them ever. Mike McDaniels is a True. Piece, dude. I, I'm a big fan of him. He's He's, like, my probably my favorite coach in the NFL. More than Nikki? Um from an entertainment value, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, if you were a neutral fan, it it would definitely be him if you're a neutral fan. He's got the swag, he's got like there's like a quirkiness about him. He's kind of weird. Um but like it plays and like he just like kind of accepts it and like em- embodies it, embraces it. Yeah. Um, and then speaking of like, uh, while we're on the topic of the Dolphins, there was a Tyree Kill interview where he was like, um, somebody asked him like, who, what, who's your biggest op? And Tyreek was just like sitting there thinking about it. And he was like, Peely, you know who Peely is? Mm-mm. It's the fucking banana skin from Fortnite. <laughs> and it just like cuts to a montage of Tyreek streaming Fortnite. He has this thing where he streams Fortnite and like. People will like like snipe his lobbies so that they know they're in the same lobby as Tyreek, and then use the Peely skin and just like gang up on him. So he'll just be like chilling, like boxed in by himself, like healing up. And there's this clip of him like coming over the top of a ramp, and then just seeing a banana skin Peely like emoting where he's like pointing to the side. So Tyreek sees that in his sniper scope and like zooms out, and then just looks left, and there's a hill of Peelys, like seven or eight Peelys, all just like sniped in on him, dude. (laughs) That's awesome. I'll have That's to send awesome. you the video because it's so good. But he was just like, yeah, Peely. And then it just went into a montage of Tyreek getting fucked up by Peely on Fortnite. <laughs> That's amazing. 
<laughs> Did you see that he said he wants to be a porn star when he retires? Tyreek said that? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what? Yeah. That's pretty fucking funny. My boy Wilson sent us his thing, and it was like him on stream, and it was like, oh, like, what do you want to do? Like, after you tired, I was like, dead ass, I want to be a porn star. But like, yo, if Tyreek had an OnlyFans, he would make bread. Yeah, but he doesn't need to make bread. He's already making bread. Yeah, but he would make so much money. And he would get to to collab with whoever he wanted. He's Tyreek Hill, dude. He would instantly be the biggest name in the sex industry. Yeah, probably. I don't know anyone else. Biggest male. Actually, that's not true. I know that one dude. That one kid, he like has a goose all the time. Oh, two-turn Tony? Yes. Yeah, but Tyreek Hill would blow him like, out of the water, him. bro. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> maybe they'll do. Yeah. Maybe they'll do a collab scene, and he will blow him it would underwater. Be, it would low key be so funny to see like all these like kids that are like Tyreek Hill's my like he's my hero, blah blah blah, and then he's just clapping cheeks three years later, dude. <laughs> they're they're Ooh, watching his stuff, like and it's uh like their their mom. they're 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 10 years old and it's tyreek's their hero they're you know so 20 years old and they're subscribed to his only fans and they're 21 years old and they see his mom get their mom getting clapped by tyree that's dude that's the thing like all these porn stars that have kids like there's no way they're not gonna see that shit you know what i mean right like imagine growing up and like 12 years 12 years old you discover porn for the first time and you just see your mom getting clapped you're like what the fuck dude i mean i guess it's a good deterrent to keep kids away like some kids away from porn are like scared they don't want to see their mom but like lana rhodes just had a kid like not like a year ago or something like that if it's if they're like turned on by that's going to give them the most fucked up kinks and fantasies if they're oh, like yo dude. i low-key i low-key was very aroused looking at my mother they're gonna be fucked up for life i mean if you're a porn star i feel like before you get into that you have to be like all right like i'm accepting you know, i'm accepting the, the fact that i'm com- not gonna have kids the potential complete destruction of my kids mental well-being right like that's low-key like Actually, high key, pretty fucked up of you to have a kid if you're like a very famous porn star. Yeah, I guess, but it also feels rude to be like, no, you can't, you shouldn't have kids because you're a porn star. Yeah, but like, at what point is that just like abuse? Like, you can't tell the kid to not like watch that shit because that's just gonna make them want to do it even more. I think their friends are gonna like be the worst part like their friends are gonna bust on them you bust on your bullied. friends if they got a hot mom like you know what i mean like or you bust on the hot mom well <laughs> hey but like you know you give your boy a hard time if he's got a hot mom let alone if his mom's a fucking porn star throwing ass on t on camera and they and all can just watch it, it for fucking hours on end they can have a fucking watch your mom marathon whoa you just turned into a robot dude <laughs> They could have a watch your mom marathon. (laughs) Hey, come on over. We're going to have a movie night. (laughs) Uh, The lag is so bad. 
Yeah, that's fucked. Hey, brother. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. But yeah, the the lag on this thing is bad. It's today. bad. I don't know what it is because we're not even streaming this. Either. We're not even live streaming. I know. You were like, "What if we live stream? Then maybe it won't be as bad." And now we're just keep lagging. Oh, dude, the Phillies are within two. Okay, what inning is it? It's six four, bottom five. Oh, Top they five. can they can still win that game, dude. Home game, Pittsburgh. They can they can beat Pittsburgh. It was 5-4, but then Pittsburgh just got one back in the top of the fifth. Hell so yeah. you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. The Yankees are winning two, and they were at plus odds. Ooh, that's good. I think. Um, Yo, I did you see that parlay that up. I put in that I missed by one leg for the Rams yeah, game? That's tough, dude. Dude, I was so close to putting both a Matt Stafford interception and a Joe Burrow interception in it. I was like, I can see both these guys throwing picks. And I think they were minus 130 and minus 110. And the odds on that would have been crazy. If I would have put added both of those legs and taken out the total, I would have had crazy odds and I would have hit. Damn. I, uh, yeah. that's, that's, that's one play that like always piques my interest. Cause a lot of the lines are like over just like 0.5 or half an interception. So basically yeah. just betting on someone to throw an interception. And I'm like, I don't know, dude, this is like, the odds are usually pretty good. Like they're always like plus odds, like plus one Oh five or like plus one ten to throw an interception for like Jalen Ertz or like Justin Herbert yeah. or something like that. But I feel like every yeah. time I watch, like there's at least one. Yeah. Might have to start hitting that a little bit more. I'm excited for college. Dude, college football is so easy to bet on. It's insane. You're going to have to fucking send some of your bets my way. I usually do. I send it in our, Maybe our group chat. Maybe won't you come my way. Maybe won't you bet my way. What else happened this week? The Steelers beat the Raiders by five. Yeah, that was a pretty boring game. Uh, um, the Saints blew a 17-point lead. To the Packers, right? Yep. Yep. Um, The Texans beat the Jags by 20. Woo! That was wild. The Jags were like minus 400 to win that game, dude. Yeah, dude. I think every single person in our pick picked the Jags. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. Oh, dude, the Chargers beat the Vikings. The Vikings are That was ass, a pretty good dude. game. That was a pretty good game. The Vikings are yeah, bad. Yeah, it was. That was an entertaining game, though. Did you see that Josh Palmer touchdown? No, it, I, don't like, think I, wa- I didn't watch the... most of it. Oh, dude, it like it was like a deep shot to the left corner of the end zone, and um, the Vikings D-back like, had it, and it just like bounced off his chest, off his helmet, and behind him, and Josh Palmer was like falling back into the end zone and just caught it. It was such a lucky, like, touchdown pass, but it was awesome. Sometimes it just falls in your bag. Oh, uh, the Mike Evans catch? I'd rather be insane, lucky than good. dude. Did you see that? Oh, On Monday night against wait. the Birds? Mike Evans catch? No, I saw him drop a bunch of balls. Yeah, it was, like, second half. I want to say, like, middle of the third quarter, where it was, like, a 20-yard, like, line drive throw over the middle, but it was a little high. And he just jumps up, dude. Fucking oh, yeah. Fucking it with one hand and gets hit. Yep. Like, and gets like, smoked. Smoked and just holds on. I was like, holy yep. shit. Mike yep. Evans has proved, like, I was pretty low on a lot of the Buccaneers 
receivers this year, but Mike Evans has proved that he's quarterback-proof. Yep, he's always been quarterback-proof. He's had a bunch of bumps throwing him the ball. Yeah, and then he had Brady for like two years, and he just like went nuts. Yeah, but I mean, he's had a 1,000-yard season every single season in the league. Nobody's done that for as long as he has. Yeah, he's probably going to do it again this year. He should. Dude's fucking nice. What else we got? First off, I'm going to start by saying... Oh, uh, Dame Lillard got traded. That's, that's pretty oh, big. Oh, yeah, to the Bucks. Yeah. Bucks are pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> the Blazers get back. Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, a 2029 first, somebody else. Did you see what Drew Holiday said literally yesterday? No. He was like, I love being a Milwaukee Buck. Like, I will always be a Milwaukee Buck. This is where I want to play for the rest of my career. And then he gets traded the next day. He's going to get traded again, too. Probably, yeah. The No, the Blazers literally said, we're actively looking to trade Drew Holiday. Oh, really? Yep. Send him to the Knicks. Because he's like... A solid point guard that could go to like a contender, like maybe as a role guy, like maybe as like a starter to like a like a like a decent team, um, but like maybe off the bench, like you could you could get like a second round plus something else maybe for him to a team that needs him. Yeah, the Blazers who are now entering full rebuild mode like don't need him. It's crazy how like the Blazers were pretty good at like Dame Lillard's peak there and it's like I mean they were in the playoffs pretty consistently I remember when they took down OKC with Russ yeah I think was KD there when Dame hit that fucking like half court I don't I don't I think that was right after KD left I think so I think that was Russ's last year in OKC yeah but but he's gone now end of an era Portland back to being fucking horrendous yep the Bucks probably going to win the NBA Finals next year. Everyone stays healthy. The Colts are the top of the AFC South at 2-1. and one. Um, Sorry, I just got a fucking work notification at 8 p.m. Yeah, the, I'm saying, dude, the Colts are looking better than anyone thought, I think. Yeah, I think Surprising so, too. Surprising a lot of people. Dude, the Vikings and the Bears are both 0-3. What's the other... Are the Dolphins the only 3-0 team left outside of the Eagles? No, the Niners as well. Oh, the Niners. Um, yeah, but Brock, I think Brock it, I think Purdy it's looks pretty those, fucking good, huh? Three. Yeah, I mean, he's never lost a regular season game. Jalen's only lost one. 21-1 in his last 22 regular season starts. I don't think that's all of them, though. What do you mean? I feel like that just dates back to last year. Like, he started the end of the season the year before that. They definitely lost some games. Yeah, it was 21-1. and one. Yeah, it's not all of his starts, but in the last 22, I mean, that's... What, four games more, five games more than a regular season? Yeah. And I mean... In the same amount of time that him and Brock Purdy have played, he's probably also he only has... lost one game, but it was a Super Bowl, not the NFC Championship. Yeah. 
Uh, I think I, I think we'll I could probably see, see like... them in the championship again. You think so? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think that actually would make sense. A little rematch from last year with a healthy Brock Purdy, then we can put all the fucking Niners fans to peace by saying, "Oh, oh, you, we didn't have our quarterback when you beat us." Yeah, fuck didn't the need Niners him, dude. Fans. Still would have won anyway. Defense was shitting on you before you got hurt. Fuck the Niners. Yeah, they're slowly starting to aggravate me as, like, some of my most hated fan bases. Probably two or three. They just... Probably goes Cowboys, Giants, Niners for me. They they just, like, can't take the L, dude, and they're now they're just so obsessed with us. It's, it's annoying. Yeah, take your L, move on, dude. See you next time. Stinky. Kind of the same as Vikings fans, dude. Can't take yeah, your L. Yeah, dude, that's how the Vikings fans were when, when we beat them in the NFC Championship game. And then went and won the Super Bowl in their building. <laughs> yeah, that was the best part about it. It really was. Knocked off fucking B. Brady and all, too. What, uh, what else we got? Um, nothing. I really didn't do much of a doc. Or any of the doc. What do you want to talk about? I didn't hear anything you just said. Oh, I, nothing. I, I didn't do a doc. No, um, I had no time, there anything no time we, for a doc. Was there anything that we missed? I mean, like, you know, we, we can talk about, like, we can give an update on our random roommates fantasy league since it's, like, our podcast and stuff. Yeah, let's do that real quick. All right, all right. Let's take a little look-ski. So, in a wild turn of events, your boy, Skirtbag and Bain, are not the worst team in the league. For once. Yeah. Um. After three weeks, we're sitting at fifth, dude. That's not bad. We're in the playoffs. Two we're in the playoff one. spot yeah, right dude. now, dude. Two and one. I mean, we're above five hundred. What more do you? What more could you ask for? We won two thirds of our games. That's amazing. Joe Burrow could stop sucking. That'd be nice. Yeah, Joe Burrow's definitely hurting us. Um, but we got Jimmy G to hold it down. Well, he's got a concussion now and didn't practice oh, so maybe today. Not. So, but um, no pun intended. Top of the league, three and zero, four hundred and forty six points. Fucking smoking the competition. Bishop Sycamore, three and zero, four hundred points. No fab left though, not a single dollar. Yeah. C three D Debo, which I love that name. Two and one, four hundred and eight points, dude. Hundred dollars fab hasn't spent a fucking dollar. Not a dollar. He's like, I don't need that shit. Get out of here. Hot Lockets, 2-1, 386 points. And then us, 2-1, 356. Dunk Woody, 2-1, 339. And then we go to we got a handful of 1-2 teams, four of them. 2-0-3 teams. No fabs, Pat. Mayo's 0-3, 437 points, 
Second most points in the league. Second most points in the league, and he's 0-3. He's given up 483, though. That's that's what's fucking him. Yeah, but you don't really give up points in this game. Other teams just accumulate them. Like, you can't stop other teams from scoring points. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll, like, try to not start Aaron Jones when he's out. Maybe that'll help us get from 2-1 and one to 3-0. Yeah, that would have helped. <laughs> we were busy. We were busy. Yeah, doing things. Um, What do you think of Cortland Sutton over DJ Moore this week? Or Elijah Moore? I actually One of the was thinking about maybe, cha- maybe trying to trade Cortland Sutton. I don't hate that idea either. Cortland Sutton plus Aaron Jones. Go get a good quarter- a running back. Cortland Sutton plus Dalvin Cook. Go get a good running back. Yeah. Um. Um. I don't know what running backs you want to get. A running but back you would like to target. I I don't know who do you want to target. I would like strictly because I don't have any stock in him this year. Um, and he's looked really good. DeAndre Swift. Wouldn't mind mm. going after. Um, who's the guy we can buy low on? Let's see. Um, maybe like a Jameer Gibbs. I mean, he hasn't really shown anything crazy yet, but who knows with that? Once he gets, yeah, it might going. come, might come. Mondre, Mondre Stevenson also hasn't looked. Anything crazy good. I mean, he had 14. He basically had 15 points the first two weeks, but I feel like he hasn't been as high as people were on him. Who's Lex got? Maybe Lex will want to trade us. Oh, Lex has Gibbs. James Cook. I like James, James Cook. I like too. James Connor, too, dude. If he stays healthy, I, like I mean, James he's questionable Connor right too. now. Dealing with a back injury, that's not good. But, I mean, yeah, he's had three solid weeks. Yeah. Gets the ball a lot. He runs like he's pissed at the ground. I mean, I wouldn't hate Jerome Ford either. No, yeah, me neither. The thing is, though, we're giving up Aaron Jones, who, like, if he comes back in his health, no, we'll like, I, I, I do like him. Dalvin Cook and Cortland Sutton. Yeah, Pair I like those that. Because Cortland Sutton's been really solid, so I think we can make, like, a good case for, you know, uh... RB9 to, like, an RB16 kind of guy. Yeah. Which is going to be, right now, James Conner, Jerome Ford, James Cook, DeAndre Swift. And honestly, dude, if we're losing Cortland Sutton, like, we're not losing any production because we have Jacoby Myers, who's pretty much just as good. Didn't play Mm -hmm. week two, but the other two weeks he put up 29 and 15. All right, we'll talk about it, dude. We'll see who we want to go after. Sounds good to me, brother. I'll shoot out some text to some uh, some, some of team people. owners. We'll see what we can make happen. Hopefully, we can. Uh... Who we have? We got oh C three Debo this we week. We got Mister Andrew Darty this week. We sure do. Let's fucking shit on him, bro. 
Um, I played him in Sleeper Keeper last week, and we were watching the Monday night ga- Monday night games together. Dang. And I I had uh, Mike Evans and Joe Mixon playing, and he was beating me by like thirty points or something like that. And Mike Evans like had like four drop balls, and then he scored that touchdown, and it went like five for sixty with a tutty. And then Joe Mixon was at like twelve points, and he was beating me. 116.78 to 116.69 at one point and Damn. i was like i looked at the score i was like oh fuck dude like look at our i didn't realize we were playing each other i was like dude we're playing each other in sleeper look at the matchup right now and he was beating me by 0.03 he was like that's so fucking stupid dude like of course like i'm up 30 points and as soon as we start watching these games like I was like, dude my red bar on sleeper keeper was like this all weekend and then those games happened and went whoop I was like, let's go. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, saved my week in that league for sure. Um Sergeant Dempsey put Josh Reynolds on, on the trade block, so not interested in him in the slightest. Uh, yeah, me either. Were you were you? No. Oh, okay, I was gonna say. I was just letting you know. I mean his first two weeks were pretty solid. 12 and 23. Yeah. But, like, once Jameson Williams comes back from suspension, he's probably going to get phased out of the passing game. Yeah, that's true. And he literally had not, not a single target last week. That's wild. No. And he was on the field for 77% of snaps. Like, it's not like he wasn't out there. Yeah. I guess we'll have to see. I guess we will. All right, let's get the heck out of here. All right, brother. It feels good to be back. It's good to be back. To all of our listeners. Sorry we started off so depressing. I'm I'm not sure if you're fans. You might just be listeners. Have a great weekend. Wave to your neighbors. Say hello. Blow somebody a a kiss. Yeah. Make somebody smile. It's more powerful than you think. Damn fucking Skippy. Smooches.